Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And today, I got Dom here with me. Yep, I'm here. And I got Mike. Brendan came in with way too much energy today. And uh, Joe. I'm not here. Is kind of here. He showed up at the end of the show. <laughs> we were still recording. So Joe's here for the intro and the outro. And he said, Sup. Yeah, that's what Joe said. Uh, this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media, at Goodnight Fatty, and uh, educate yourself on these scrum diddlyumptious treats. Mike, I didn't touch you. You happy? Yeah, because I'm sitting further away from you I could you reach now. you still. I could definitely reach you. Uh, swing on down there. Let them know the Pass Controller sent you, and you will be in cookie heaven. And as always... You can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller, on Twitter at passcontroller, and on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller. And uh, enjoy this week's episode, episode 74. Onto one of them, and he like pulled the cord, and then the other one like grabbed onto the other side, and they like both shot their hyper beam cannons at Yeah. Them. Not called a hyper beam cannon. Uh, but the b- 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 pulse are. I'm trying to think what he says in Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, yeah, it's like rub, Repulsor Blast? Yeah, something like that. Um, do we actually, see, I don't I think Repulsor Blast blasts. is out of his chest. I think I'm pretty, at least in, I don't know how fact. Arctic Blast. Do we see a body? <laughs> no. Stars I, and Tripes. <laughs> I think as far as canon Marvel vs. Capcom is, I don't know. But when... Yeah, because when, when, when Captain America goes like this, he goes, Stars and Stripes! <laughs> yeah, every, every time he goes, Stars and Stripes! <laughs> They should do that in the movie. But when he pulls down his ultimate they should, giant they cannon, they should do it in the movie. When he pulls down, I'm pretty sure he goes hyperbeam cannon. I don't know. Maybe. And then Piccolo comes out and goes like this. Yep. Strong and sharp. Um, Play that game too. But Marvel versus uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But to to bring the listeners into the loop real quick is we're we're hyped up about Black Panther. We're not going to talk about Black Panther just because um, it's too soon. We don't want to spoil anything for you guys. So we're just kind of talking about. The Marvel Universe, or the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hammer is a bad guy, but the, he's not a super. He's villain. not a super villain. He's like in just. He's like just an asshole industrialist who I think gets locked up, and he dances. And he's alive, right? He's alive. In jail. Yeah. So, the movies are clearly building towards the next film to release is Infinity War, which <laughs> is the start of the fall of what's going on. Thanos being the the. Villain, the villain, the big bad that they're uh, building up to. So after that's over, and Thanos is either defeated or killed or whatever they do to Thanos, mm-hmm. we're kind of just trying to figure out where they go from here, who the next mega villain could be, I guess, right? Alive, disappeared, alive. Uh, are you still going through, like, the where the villains are? Exploded. Mm-hmm. And... In jail. Yep. Um, Iron Man 3. Iron Man, yep. We can spoil, we can spoil just, Iron Man 3. Yeah. And in jail. We can talk about everything but what happens in Black Panther. I don't want to plot spoil anything for Black Panther. Um, which, if you haven't seen it at this point, it's a fantastic film. I would put it easily a top-tier Marvel film. Hmm. Probably in my top five favorite Marvel films, where it would land in the top five, I'm not sure. But I would put it in my top five, I think. Dark World was still Loki and... The Malachi, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Uh, Two-Face. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why that's why Thor: Dark World is in, like my bottom. I literally don't remember. I don't remember. I thought it was, was an that enjoyable the, film. I don't really. Was remember that the, the one plot, with um, the Aether? Yes. Great Aether. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember what happened. Did they to... just get shut off from everything? I like really don't remember what happened. I, there I was remember... a big war at some point, right? In Dar- Thor Two. Yeah. Dark World. I think. Yeah, there was a war in on other planets, and then they I brought it to London. Then they fight in London. They did fight. They oh, yeah, a bunch they of did. They, yeah. And, like, a, there was, like, a monster to lose at the very end that I think you... Like, in the, the after-credits scene? In the post-credits scene, you see him, like, running around. There was definitely something that they were trying to stop from, like... Oh, well, it was a giant ant, right? Yeah, it was a giant ant. Antony? And, and, uh, was it Antony? Mark Antony. And uh, Thomas the Tank. Did he call him Mark Antony in the movie? I thought he just called him Antony. I forget. He might have called him Mark Ant. Talking about Ant Man, but uh, I mean, who would make sense though to be a villain that would Bucky give them a reason life. to link up together? I mean, um, is Evolutionary War mainly X Men? Sounds like it. Because that would be a. I don't know who the what villain was, is. What was the it name? What was the the name of the? Um, what was their Legion of Doom called again? Uh, I don't know. Dom may know. The 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 Avengers have like their yeah like team. like like the Rogues Gallery for Flash. Yeah. Well. Yes. Or the Rogues for Flash. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. It was it was led by Zemo, but I can't remember what they're called anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Zemo is in jail. Zemo's in jail. Um, I'm not too sure. Hmm? I, I have yeah. no idea. I'm not sure. Uh, I checked my phone, but I guess I didn't actually bring it with me when I sat down in this chair. That's fine. Uh, who, who were the Illuminati built to protect against? I don't know. It was like our little brain trust of fucking superheroes. But would it make sense to bring them into the MCU? They... Let's see. Black Panther, they... Namor, Black Bolt... Well, no, because the first was uh, Professor X for Mutants, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Fantastic for Humans. The, the other thing that we have to think about, too, is Doctor Strange for Cosmic. There was, there was like, one person representing each, each of, of the them. things, yeah. The, the other thing that we have to kind of also take into account they is still that... They done no more, by the way. ...is that if things continue to go in this way where Spider-Man maybe stays with Sony but the relationship continues to grow we could see it build up to being you know the Sinister Six or something I don't know how that would Sinister work out Sinister Six would get stomped on by any form up of any group Spider-Man there, would beat them by himself are there any other like mega villains from the Spider-Verse that would make sense to bring in Venom Carnage yeah Venom and Carnage yeah I mean the symbiote in the general, symbiote, yeah. yeah. So there's some options there. I mean, and the other thing you have to think about is that if the Disney uh, Fox 21st Century Fox deal actually goes through, I mean, they then have X Men Fantastic Four. They can reboot that series in any way they want, and they, I mean, they could do Apocalypse again. But and there's nothing stopping them from doing that. I'm assuming that if they if it goes through and they get the rights to all of those characters for the movies, oh, well, you're right. I mean, we were both right. Black Bolt was in Humans, yeah. and Namor was the Oceans. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark was the other one that we didn't say. Okay. Um, the uh, current uh, roster is people. <laughs> I don't even... Just a bunch of guys. Black Ant? Mm. The Hood? 
Mad Thinker. What is this for? Inhumans? The Illuminati. Illuminati. I don't know what that is. But they could do whatever they want if they get that back. And my guess is that they would they would probably just not carry over things that are happening from the other X-Men movies. They could do the Avengers Defenders War. It, they could. Do you think, really think they would bring the Netflix shows to the big they screen? They could do the actual Defenders. The actual Defenders would be Doctor Strange, Hulk... Namor. Namor. There's a fourth. I mean, has has Namor ever showed up in anything? No, right? He's Not tied to this universe, at least? Nope. Is he locked behind... Is he... He is, is he, a Marvel property. But is he But is he locked on one of the other deals? Nope. He was locked on... I think Universal He was him. locked on the same one that Hulk Blade was on. was on. Blade? Oh. Maybe. Really? Who, I think so. I can't, I can't remember, but who was the main villain for... Marvel Ultimate Alliance or was it a grouping of villains it must have been a grouping you definitely fought Sentinels at some point it's true I mean I would love to see like good movies with Sentinels in them (laughs) gotta bring that Mango Sentinel though of course looking like New York Knicks um I mean is there other big arcs of the comics where Magneto is a villain for more than just the X-Men because I feel like a another good portrayal of Magneto would be dope, and yeah. he would be. I mean, they could just do it in a way where it's like they build up the next arc to to be. Oh, that's right. To be like you know a a culmination of Doom, Magneto, and the, whoever else they want to throw in the mix. I Doc, mean, Doc the, Ock. The Brotherhood would be a good another grouping for a team up movie. It's just that it involves a lot of build up. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have the time. I mean, w- what we've seen over the past ten years so at this point is it, that it involves a lot of buildup in, like, very specific movies. Like, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have like a Black Panther fighting Toad movie, or like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, they don't have to. Though. You think about what they did with Civil War. I mean, Civil War was really the first introduction of Black Panther to the MCU. Whereas there, I'm assuming it's the male. Uh, um, yes, Black Panther was the first. Uh, Maybe not the first mention, but that's like the yeah, first. They, he's really I, kind of suited up, up and good to go. They brought up Wakanda early, right? They did. They mentioned that vibranium came from Wakanda. I think so. Iron Man. So that would be in Iron Man three. No, Man 3. that would be in two. Probably Captain America. America. I don't know if they. Uh, I mean, I his I haven't watched the old Captain America. His shield is made of vibranium. I, I don't, but I don't know. I haven't watched those in a while, so I don't know if they actually bring up Wakanda. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's another thing. I mean, not really a spoiler, but it would be interesting to get a backstory of like Howard Stark in Wakanda, like how he obtained. Yeah. Vibranium. I don't know if it would though. I mean, as not as a whole movie, maybe like a flashback scene of a movie, or a piece of a a, a plot driving. Yeah. Device. I guess. I guess like the... like uh, Bucky being the assassination to the, oh, Howard. Yeah. Was, yeah. I just, which was bizarre. You look at you look at ten years of movies where they clearly had a goal and a focus, which I'm sure has kind of ten years of movies. We're coming up on twenty years. We got fucking Blade in 1999. As far as the MCU is concerned, this current MCU where everything's linked together. I mean, no, we are. We're at ten years now, right? It's ten years this year. Um, I I'm just, you know. 
they have movies planned after the next film, which is Avengers Infinity War. So mm-hmm. they clearly have an idea of where things are going to go. Um, and we've talked about this at length on the podcast before, so we won't. I won't delve too deep into it. Do we have more trailer footage for Ant-Man vs. Wasp than we have for Infinity War? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I think we only have one real trailer for Ant-Man in the Wasp. Don't we only have one real trailer for Infinity War? There was a second one on the Super Bowl, but it was was a lot of reused stuff. There was very few new things in it. Um, I mean... I guess it's just do we ha- do you guys have an, an idea or an opinion on what you think the next shift in the universe is going to be or are they just kind of kind of move away from it like the infinity stones yep. could theoretically <laughs> continue to be the driving like overarching plot of the next phase just in the diff- hands of someone else I don't like yeah. Adam Warlock it's fucking messy I mean, he's been alluded to many times of being an existing thing. Yeah, I've never gotten that one. I mean, mine don't look the same as yours. Anyway. Yeah, spoiler for Guardians 2. We skipped 10 seconds if you are haven't seen Guardians 2 yet. If you haven't seen Guardians 2 yet, what's wrong with you? Uh, skip 20 seconds from this point. But he's not mentioned. He's in, he's he's the post-credit scene of Guardians 2, right? Mm-hmm. Well. They call him Adam? Is that what they she do? She says yes. Okay. She says. And he, she, show, and he she was, only refers to him as Adam. Yeah, and there was you know he was in the background of Guardians 1. At the collector's lab. Yeah, n- not really though. His cocoon. Well, even still, that apparently is can't yeah, be true is... because she built. Yeah. She's yeah. saying that she built him. So. Interesting. Um. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, it really depends. The future really depends on if the Fox contract goes through, because then they could do an entire arc of, like. The mutants being, I I think they that's... they could they could theoretically run an arc of the Avengers finding out that there's mutants and the mutants being the bad guys. That would be actually kind of fucking dope. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that if because if it, the deal goes through, I wouldn't hate that if like the, the then it just kind of shifts to maybe we get one of all of these other MCU movies a year. And the rest of the movies we get for the year are X-Men movies, and then it slowly starts to fucking merge in, and then they discover each other. You have one Avengers movie a year, and the rest are X-Men movies? Well, I'm saying, no, one, like, one of the, let's just say they're sticking with the three-movie year. They're only doing two, technically. No. Last year was, but this year it's Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Infinity War, isn't it? No, Captain Marvel's uh, next year. Isn't there another movie? Captain Marvel's after Ant Man and Wasp. Oh, is Ant Man and Wasp this year? I think that's also 2019. (laughs) Ant Man and Wasp must be soon. I thought it was. I mean, so you're telling me we get Black Panther in February, we have Avengers in in May, and then no other Marvel movie? Because of the way that Disney Disney and Star Wars are coming out, I think. Jesus. What's our, um, what's, our ho- what's our holiday movie then? It's got to be a Disney movie because we're getting Star Wars in, in the summer. We're getting Infinity War in May. So then we must be getting a big Disney movie at the end of the year. Yeah. Frozen 2. Oh no, July of 2018 is Ant-Man and the Lost. I, yeah, I thought there was three. But then that still leaves a gap for what the holiday movie is from Disney. Mm-hmm. Is there a new Pixar movie coming? Uh, Incredibles. Is that this year though? Next year I think. Isn't next it? year? I could have sworn it was this year. Is it? I'll have to look at that too. It might just be coming soon. I, I didn't actually watch the news. Infinity War is May 4th. It's bizarre that we're going to get February. What did I just say? July? February, May, July. 
Well, and there's no uh, Venom is this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Venom is October. But that's not in the MCU. Also, Deadpool this year, not in the MCU. So think about it if the deal goes through. You know, obviously not Venom, but that means there would be also Deadpool this year. Part of the Marvel Disney, you know, <laughs> ridiculousness. I feel, like, I feel like there's going to be some changes to Deadpool if... I thought I read something saying that they would not do that to Deadpool. That Deadpool would stay Deadpool what it is. Deadpool has proven itself to be... Able to hold its own. The problem becomes that, like, if you're going to, if you're going to introduce the mutants into the Avengers universe, are you introducing Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool into this universe? I think what they would end up doing with him is that I don't think Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, if they brought him in, would ever be like a, like a big part of the movie he's in if that makes sense if it's not a standalone Deadpool film like I think yeah. he'd be there purposely to like break the fourth wall shit on everyone else I don't even know if he would ever show up in a team movie I mean I think we may have talked about this before but maybe it was just me and Mike where it would be funny if when he was in those movies to keep the rating where it was where I feel like it would fit the character of Deadpool where like when he was gonna swear like hold up like a like do something like a like a visible joke about the fact that he's swearing or something. You know what I mean? Where like holds up like a Yeah, I would absolutely hate that. <laughs> I I think I think I Ryan would, Reynolds portrayal of Deadpool is good enough where it would be funny. I think he would do it well. Um I would hate that in the middle of an Avengers movie though. If it if that it would, worked that would if distract me right. enough f- out of the movie for me to like no longer I don't be know. in the movie. I would actually I walk out of the movie. I don't know what no, they would I'm actually do. Like, like, like dolphins. I, I, think the the pro- I think the problem <laughs> though is that if if they decide to bring him into the rest of the movies and not obviously like I don't think they would ever make an Avengers movie with him and make it rated R but I think they would have to be careful because again it's a proven thing if they got the right he can not swear the the problem with Deadpool becomes that his like he doesn't have to swear for him to be Deadpool. The problem with Deadpool becomes that he is chopping people's heads off and shooting people in the skull. I think that I stuff think that's, is still fine though. Uh, for, I feel like for Deadpool to to work in a film, like the rating teeters right off the bat. No, I think I, I think there's clever ways for them to get around it, where it's like Deadpool's They gonna show sh- him swing his sword and then cut away from Well, him. that stuff, obviously, but then like, let's say he's gonna shoot a villain in the head, in typical Deadpool fashion, but fucking Cap like throws his shield and blocks a shot, and he's like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, he flips, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's like a... Brendan's movies would Brendan, be the worst. Brendan is the worst. <laughs> Brendan would be the worst writer. director. I'm just, no, Marvel. I'm just saying that there are what ways... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ryan, so I want you to show up in here, and then you're, you're gonna, gonna, gonna swear, Chris, but we're gonna, Chris, we're gonna, gonna throw this, <laughs> gonna throw the CGI shield, and then when he blocks the shot, I want you to go, oh, what are you doing? And Ryan's gonna be like, I have a couple of notes, do I have to say it like that? It's like, no, 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 just put your foot, but you know, get the, what are you doing? And before you swear, make sure you pull this rubber horn out of your back pocket and knock it. Yeah. And here's the rubber chicken. I don't know. Just do something. Do something funny with it. I just... Listen. That would act, that, my, that might actually happen. My examples are garbage, but I'm saying that there are there are definitely creative ways for them to do it. Yes, there are. Um, to bring, I just, to bring I just back like, on topic. I don't know. I, I don't... I wouldn't want him in a team-up movie. It would be interesting for him to, like, 
be able to bridge the gap between the two universes. That would be cool. So if you're introducing them as like antagonists to your Avengers stabilized universe, yeah. to have a Deadpool movie where like he is like being hunted or something, and like he is like showing like this is what it's like on the mutant side. Yeah. I I I guess the the thing that worries me the most is not him showing up. It's that if actually that it would be we I think we just made a great arc for films. You right. make you make the mutants the antagonists. Mm-hmm. You create these movies where the mutants like are antagonists but they eventually like prove that they're heroes to the Avengers. Yeah. Magneto is watching all of this happen and was watching the Avengers come after them. Magneto proves that like everybody is like out to get them. Magneto becomes the bad guy for the next. And the Magneto goes, "Well, what are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> and then he talks this one. Got it. Um, I think the thing that the biggest issue with bringing Deadpool into the things to finish my point and then we'll, we'll move on is that if, like Mike said proven, it's made money, it's whatever. It's now fan expectation that a Deadpool movie at this point is going to be a rated R like, good time. Rated R jokes. It's a rated R film. You put him into a non-Deadpool movie and don't raise the rating, you risk the... You, I mean, people are going to be pissed anyway regardless of whatever anyone does in these movies just because people like to get pissed. But if you strip... The Deadpool that they air quote know from. Well, you can't strip them because then you're getting into definitely radar. radar. Well, it, unless you put some uh, hockey horns. In yeah, that's, that's you pull the rubber chicken. That's yeah. the rubber chicken joke right there. Um, you got to be careful because this fan expectation is Deadpool one and now Deadpool two and now he's in Avengers and he's you know on the sidelines not doing shit. So that would be the biggest. How do we work that in if they decide to bring him in if they even get the rights, which is not official. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, anyways, uh, you could start with Black Panther two and bring Aurora in. There it is. The other thing I was gonna bring up was in Iron Man. Spoiler: alert, Aurora is not in uh, Black Panther. Nice job, dumb. Uh, no, no storm mutants for us today. There have been times in the MCU where I can't Iron Man two maybe where they are open about. Wait, no, Civil War. What am I fucking talking about? Civil War was about half of them... I don't know. Uh, like... I want to hear the point, that's all. I'm Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. That was the, I know that was the point of the comic. Was it, also, it was the plot of the film, too, right? No, that was the end, of, was Iron the end of Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. First. Jesus. At this point, are they all in the open? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, let's, let's think about this. Iron Man, definitely on the open. Captain America was uh, made by the government. Made by so. the government. Thor came from outer space. Fine. Um, <laughs> Doctor Bruce Banner. I'm pretty sure the government was hunting him for turning into the Hulk, or at least they know that he yes. he's got the fucking. They're with they're currently hunting him. Peter Parker in the MCU is not known. Is not known. Who else is not known? Uh, in Tobey Maguire's, he took his mask off and several times, and he danced and <laughs> was, uh, kissed people in the rain. It was miserable. Yeah. Um. um so, Ant Man. Uh, uh, has been arrested, but been not arrested. as Ant-Man. Not as Ant-Man, except at the end of Civil War. But... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah Doctor Strange... He, he you know, no, because in the trailers, don't we watch him being arrested? Yeah, hold Again. on. Aren't, isn't, part, yeah. isn't part of the plot of the Civil War movie that, like, 
Tony wants to work with the government and the other ones are, Cap's like, no. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's part of them figuring out who all the heroes are. The point I'm trying to make is that what they could do to kind of piggyback off of Dom's point is that Magneto could be this villain that's saying like, oh, the mutants don't want to be known or registered. Here's all these villains, I mean, here's all these heroes that are like, ooh, government, we're, I'm Tony Stark. That could be a plot. No? I hope that's not the fucking lines. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, his fucking movies suck. <laughs> I'm the Joel Schumacher of the MCU. That's even, terrible. Even, even Joel knew when to apologize. Oh, no, I'll never apologize. Um, Do you get what I'm saying, Dom? Without Mike's dumb jokes aside? It sounds like you want to make another Civil War movie, but Magneto is on the other side. Isn't that what you literally just said, though? Except that the Avengers are like viewing the mutants as like harmful to the universe. Like, like this new... Well, I guess thing is, I, I guess let me rephrase. The point I'm trying to make is it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the um, what do they call it in Civil War? Um, mutant Registration Act. Yeah, except it wasn't mutant. Yeah, superhero registration act. There you go. So it wouldn't be the superhero registration or mutant registration. Well, act. The, the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is this then: is that let me rephrase. If you have these ten years worth of movies where all of these heroes are here. What's a believable way to bring the mutants in if they bring it into this current thing where nobody knows about any mutants? Yeah, because the the Chitari came down and <laughs> and now there's radiation. <laughs> so, so I don't know. So it worked on Smallville. <laughs> I'm just saying that there would have to be a reason for why the mutants have been hiding or secret this whole time. Right? Did they because they are. Don't look at me. You, so, you're, do we know? Do we have like a, a, a gauge of how long, like in the MCU years, how long it's been going on, like in the MCU timeline? It, what's been going on? How long it's just between the timeline of the movies? How do we know how, a gauge of how long those movies have been going on for in the before. world timeline? Thirteen years. Yeah, it ends up working. It says something. It it. It told us in Spider-Man how long it had been. So yeah. let's just call it 13 years. So the, I guess the point I'm trying to say is, so this 13-year gap at least, mm-hmm. none of these heroes know about any mutants. Yeah, because Xavier has them all hidden in his school. Yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is there'd have to be a plot reason, or at least, unless they just don't care about plot holes, a plot reason as to why they've been hidden. They can see and know that these crises are going on, like... In New York City... Because he doesn't think they're ready for... That's fine. I'm just saying I that, mean, it's, that it's, could be the plot pitch, too, is what I'm saying. Like, they could use that to their advantage, that that could be the reason why. That could be why the Avengers are going after them, is, like, the where were you guys before when we were out fighting the Chitauri? That, if you guys yeah, have yeah, these powers, I'm just saying, like, that, that, like, just the length of time, that could be the plot as well. Where the, So this is, this is where what I was saying is, this is why Deadpool becomes an issue. It's because Deadpool exists as an adult. Like, you could bring the X-Men in as teenagers and be like, these people have existed. Yeah. We we were training in, in New York or... or yeah. New York. New York, yeah. That's where Xavier uh, yeah. mentioned this? I think, it's, I think it's upstate New York, but... Um, Deadpool doesn't make sense. 
Well, again, I mean, they, what they could just do is just not it be like the. It, they could just be like different mutants. They don't have to be like the actual like Scott Summers. It could just be X-Men, X-Men. a young version of that of Cyclops that isn't Scott Summers. You know what I'm saying? What's your name there? My uh, name is Steve Sea uh, <laughs> Spring, and my powers is I shoot. Uh, eyeball lasers. I'm just saying, like, they, like Miles Morales, does he have the same origin story as Peter Parker? No. But he has the same fucking powers, does he not? I think they're similar. They don't, yeah, but they don't do the same thing with the X-Men. I'm just trying to figure like, out Cap, what they could do. Cap can pass his shield, and Thor can pass his hammer. That's my hammer. Cyclops can't pass his... <laughs> Here am I. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, bring in, like... Uh, it's just... Like, it doesn't... Listen, it doesn't translate the same way. At the end of the day, if they just do whatever they want to do, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to nitpick that. I'm not going to be like, this oh, is unbelievable. Oh, I might nitpick. But people will. Especially if uh, people honk their horns <laughs> yeah. instead of swearing. I'm just... I'm Charles Xavier. I'm giving you my wheelchair. <laughs> Leave the X-Men. <laughs> I'm just saying that without a like purpose can, or reason. You can read minds now. <laughs> uh, let me shave your head real quick. Perfect. Here we go. Oh wait, hold on. Here's a blanket for your legs. <laughs> you don't want to get cold. I don't. I don't think that was a thing. I don't think he had a blanket. He definitely in some scenarios had a blanket, Mike. He does. His, his legs are fucking. You can't use them. They're not generating heat. They're gonna fucking freeze and fall off, and then he can't read minds. <laughs> they they did. I want to. I want to get did, the science checked out on that. I'm not sure that's true. They ran with a whole. Like, oh, hold on. Whole, like the, the science of his legs falling off and not being able to read minds yep. is what gets you. Not the fact that he can read minds. Exactly. Okay. All right. Just clarifying. Just mm-hmm. making sure. Um, but let's pivot off of that. We, we've talked about enough about the MCU today. All I'm going to say is that they okay. should just use Galactus or they should use King the Conqueror as their big bads. If they get the rights to Fantastic King. Four. <laughs> if they get the rights to Fantastic Four and next Annihilation. I that too. think that Galactus would be a good play because it would is keep he... the cosmic element. They'd be able to bring in Silver Surfer. Yeah. And it would give a reason for people to team up. Yeah. Annihilation also fantastic for yeah and he he'd be a, a good uh, like a not not like Avengers not Avengers uh, six material but maybe like Avengers five material like their their Age of Ultron part two but is no one really I also would really like Deadpool to to um, reference how Human Torch is going to appear in the he, universe he, three times he will one hundred percent make jokes like that yeah. um. The the last thing that I'll do to tie this all into last week's episode where we talked about video game movies and films, if they want to go completely bonker town, mm-hmm. they can just make the next like overarching like villain story be uh onslaught and they can just bring in all Capcom people and make a Marvel vs. Capcom movie. And that that will give us a good Video game movie at the same time, like I don't think they can. I don't no, they think they definitely can. No, it would never make any sense. No, either. it would never be a good. Movie. But it'd be dope. Uh, There'd be some dope shit. fighting scenes. Oh, by the way, they were called the Masters of Evil. I looked it up earlier. Oh, Masters of Evil. Masters of Evil. Masters of Evil. Yeah. 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 
Isn't it called? Isn't the show He Man and the Masters of Evil? Or the Masters, Masters of, of Evil. The universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm He Man. Here's my Masters of Evil. We're the good guys, though. Why'd you choose that name? I don't know. Did Poor not see moron. Anyways, m- moving on. So uh, Dice was this week, which mm-hmm. is a large video game awards and conferences where they. It's it's a lot of. It's not like a flashy award show. It's more of like a this is the industry respecting the industry, if that makes sense. Tooting our own horns, if you will. Not so much that. There's a lot of like the, at Dice. I just didn't want Ryan <clears throat> to swear. Yeah. Is it? Here, honk this horn for us. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, like, like uh, not panels, but like conferences, like talks that like last year Nintendo like. Some of the Zelda directors went up and like talked about how they made Breath of the Wild, like mm-hmm. design choices, what went into that, like stuff like that. So a lot of things like that. I know uh, the the art director for Cuphead. Uh, I'm gonna butcher her name, Maja Moldenhauer. She did a thing about women in gaming and mm-hmm. art in gaming, mm-hmm. uh, which Cuphead, by the way, took home fucking three awards. Oh, much deserved. Mm-hmm. Did Nintendo show up in a show talk about like how they made cardboard or Labo and they're like, all right, this is what we did. We got some cardboard, then we gave it to people. Uh, no, they specifically said Dom will be very mad if we do this. Cargating everything. So we don't we don't want to do this. But Nintendo was the big winner. They took home six awards, I believe. Uh, I think Zelda got three, Snipperclips got one, Mario got one, and Mario Kart got best racing game. Oh, um, take that. Forza. Horizon Zero Dawn was the most nominated with 10. I think it only took home three. Um, but the, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff out there. I highly recommend anybody who is interested in some of that stuff, like design talks and development talks, to kind of watch some of that. You can definitely find videos of it online. At this point, it's not streaming, obviously, because it's over. Mm-hmm. But you can find the VODs and check that out. It's always really interesting to see like what they talk about at these things and kind of you know, pick the developers' brains cuz you don't typically get that at award shows. You get like you know, I'm Phil Spencer and this year Xbox One X 4K. Your you boy. can just call me Mr. Caffeine. Iron Man, his hand. Does it look familiar to you? Completely off topic. Uh, Sorry, it, I just... It, it I, does, but I can't remember from where. Not from him. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to comment on what's going on, but yes, that that, okay. yes, that is... It, Dom pulled up what looks like official art from Infinity War. It's that, a licensed t-shirt. That has a, 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 a... Definitely a movie spoiler and definitely a Black Panther spoiler, so we will not talk about it because if you haven't seen Black Panther, first of all, Why? Second of all, we don't want to spoil it for you. I can tell you why. Because they probably... Because it's only been a week. Because it's only been a week, and it was hard to get tickets, and we got tickets, and we had terrible seats. That, we... Let, oh, time out. Mike, we only had terrible seats because of Jen. We had no problem getting tickets. We had a problem getting tickets when we decided on Friday to be like, let's stroll into the movies at 9 p.m. and try to go see the movie. That was... Or was that Saturday? No, Saturday. Okay, it was Saturday. Um, whatever it was, it was it was a time. Thanos pop is gross. Yeah, pops pops typically are gross. I mean, they're kind of like not attractive for a lot of characters. Not gonna lie. All right, let's make a pop of this character. Let's just give him this weird like uh, square head and put two beady eyes and 
There we go. Yeah. Oh, let's put, on, let's put on the hat that he always wears. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah, uh, you know, hats, hats, hats a signifying thing. Mm-hmm. If you threw a hat on me, you'd know who I was. Yeah, there was a pop of me. Uh, if there was a pop of me, it would just be a head. Yeah, it'd be largely just, just fucking, looking like fucking, uh, Modoc. <laughs> oh, Modoc. <laughs> oh, let's bring Modoc in. He'll be the villain yeah. of the MCU. But anyways, uh, so so <coughs> dice happened. Definitely check out some of those talks because there was a lot of a lot of good things. I don't want to. It's boring to talk about. From my, it's boring for me to paraphrase what they talked about. But there's a lot of really good content out there. So go check that out if that's stuff that interests you. Um, uh, but moving on to that, I mean, what what have we been playing lately? Let's talk about some video juegos for for a moment. Um, I got so many goddamn loot boxes in Overwatch on PS4. Yep, we saw that. But Mike, you know what I'm trying to get to right now. You know, you know that I know what you've been playing that isn't on Xbox, and I need to know now that you have also hopefully finished this game like I have. Oh, I did not. You didn't. All right, then let's talk about it. So Mike's been playing what? Uh, Super Mario uh, something. I was going to say Sunshine. I'm like, that can't be right. No. Super Mario Odyssey? Uh-huh. Okay, so how's that been? You, said, you you tweeted out where you were in the game. Yeah. Which is towards the very end of the story, which mm. the game, once you finish the, the, the main story, the game really gets its legs after that, and there's a lot more to, things to, to do. Th- there's, there, is a, there is a big reason to still play the game after you complete what is the, the story. Uh-huh. Um, but... So you've gotten to the final, ki- air quotes, final kingdom. Uh-huh. And, uh, let's see. I didn't get very far in there. Like, I think I took that picture. I got to, like, the main... Because I think that's, what, the outside? The outside the... of Bowser's Castle? Yeah. I think that was the outside, and then I got... So when you posted that tweet, it was just at the beginning of getting to Bowser's kingdom. It wasn't actually... Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, because I think I got out there and I looked around and I was like, I gotta go change my clothes. So I went back inside and I put on, like, the suit. The pimp went, outfit the is, pimp what you, is what Mike referred to And then as. I went back outside, took the picture, played a little bit, and I got to, um, there's, like, a door that you can only open after you beat to the Brutals. Yep. So I think I did that and I think I might have stopped there. Okay. Um, I'm sure you have at this point, but... So for those of you who haven't played Mario Odyssey, one of the mechanics in the game is capturing things. So you mm-hmm. throw your hat on something. Yeah. In most things, you can then possess them, yep. which Nintendo doesn't want you to call it possessing them. They want you to call it, uh, like, I think they want you to call it capturing. Oh. Well, no, I'm, I've been possessing a shit ton yeah, of things. Yeah, Mike, Mike's big into possession. Did you get to... So so basically, the, the core mechanic is, besides regular Mario stuff, mm-hmm. is capturing things and you solving puzzles and yep. traversing the platforms by... Using other things to help you do that, mm. the I figure the bird? the bird with the beak Be- that you yeah. go into the wall. Mm-hmm. That is so much fun to me. I love that guy. I got that guy. So actually, where I I think where I stopped was there's a part where you're supposed to clamp a wall using the bird. But yes. Like the wall. Oh, that happens clamps. more than once. <laughs> okay. So it must be like the first time. Oh, yeah. That it goes around. I was trying to get like the fucking purple coins that yep. are on the side, and I couldn't do. It. I was like, forget it. I'm done with this. So I love I that bird though. He's the best. He's a silly bird. He's a silly goose. Uh, not a goose, but a bird. And a bird. So, you, you didn't get to the end, which so I won't spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. But how has the game been for you so far? Because I know I know I know I talked it up like crazy to you. So did I overhype this game for you? Is it does it get the praise it deserves? Um, I actually forgot about all your hype. I just kind of went in there and was like, all right, let me do some things, and then I'm just trying to 
beat the game and every once in a while just like stumble across the fucking moon I'm like alright make it a moon it's, in fact I think out of all the kingdoms so alright so I'm at Bazaar's Castle now yep uh, the previous one was like the, the food place mm-hmm. I think that's the only one where I didn't stay until like I beat whatever I was supposed to beat you know what I mean like I oh, so you didn't beat like the the main the boss. The main boss. Of that I level. think I just happened to get enough paramoons already like, to leave. To leave, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go. All the other times, I would normally try and beat the main boss. So what? When I was doing when I was on my initial playthrough was that I would like fall in love with a lot of the worlds I was in, and I would purposely like stay and just collect as many moons as I could. So a lot of times, like I had to collect very few moons. When I would get to the next world, just because I was already collecting so many. Yeah. Um, That's no moon. Yeah. Like, the only world, I believe, that I didn't actually beat, like, the main boss, air quotes, of it, mm. was New Donk City. Did you do that part? Um, I, I went to the festival. So you got all the musicians, and you went yeah. through the Donkey Kong part? Yeah. That's amazing. That really isn't, like... That's, that's one of my favorite moments of gaming from last year. Did you did you feel that same joy from that or no? I don't want to spoil like I don't want to spoil it too much because I, I really do feel like it's like a really sp- like well done like special moment in that game that I feel like if you watch a video on it or like hear someone talk about it too detailed, it will kind of maybe it won't steal away from you, but it's it's a really like well done like homage to. Mario's roots. Hmm. It was fun. I remember. I remember going up to Polly, and she's like, "Do you want to go to the festival?" I was like, "Do I want to go to the festival? I don't know. All right, I'll go to your fucking festival." <laughs> it was a blast. It was a good time. Yeah. I took many uh, snaps there. I took many photos oh. during that mode, from that that little little section. So what I'll say is this: since you didn't get to the end of Bowser's Kingdom, when you get to the top like when you get to where you know it's the end like when you know that it's like you're about to Im- like get into the shit mm-hmm. at least for me I was like cause you can see like how well that like world is like bustling when you're in Bowser's Kingdom when you get to the top of that just like stop and look around cause the music like everything is like moving in unison with the music it's fucking when did Bowser decide he wanted to be like a fucking shogun? Like, when did that happen? I mean, he's always been like flashy about his castles. I mean, think about Super Mario World. Uh, have you ever beat that game? Have you ever got to the end of that game? Yeah. Wait, sorry. Never mind. No, I haven't. I, no. So, at the end of Super Mario World, when you get to Bowser's castle, I'm sure Dom is, is familiar with this, he's got this giant fucking like thing, and then there's like a, like a giant neon sign that's just like Bowser. Bowser. But like he's got like he goes all out he's not fucking around he's got the coins he's gonna spend them oh um so you know what he's done his like he's done his castle stuff he's done his mansion stuff and you know I was like now what I'm a fucking shogun I don't care I'm doing it I'm fucking samurai fucking samurai fucking you know I'm samurai okay <laughs> I got a chicken, a rubber chicken right here really I got a, I got a horn uh, I, uh, on, on the in the food kingdom Mike it's my birthday the beer's kicking in you can't judge me oh, whatever um, in the food kingdom I found the portrait that led me to uh, that other world um, the the one that I wasn't supposed to know about but I walked on you like playing it one time oh yeah which is a fantastic fucking world yeah 
Is that should we should we hide that? Should we not spoil that? Is that something we should keep from the podcast right now? I don't no, know if we ever actually no one, brought it up. No one needs to know what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm just, know, but, I'm just telling you that okay. specifically that I saw it. It looks different because I think when I when I show up there from the portal, yeah, from the portrait, everything looks like crisp. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like oh, does it really? Yeah. I must not have found that painting yet. Then interesting. That is very fuck, man. That game is so good. It's a good game. It, it Breath of the Wild is a good game because it's Zelda, but it's also not Zelda. And there's so many things they do that's like just better for that series and better for that genre of game. Mario Odyssey is like. Let's pull Mario back into what it was. Let's celebrate Mario's, you know, timeline. And let's just have a good time. Which is also okay. Like, Mario Odyssey doesn't need to be this, like, mind-bending, like, let's do all these new mechanics, physics, all this stuff. Which, it does do a lot of stuff that's new and invigorating and fresh to the series. But it also pulls it back in and I think it's like, let's time up for a second. Like, this is what makes Mario a good game. So let's make a good Mario game. But the celebration of, like, other eras, I'll say, mm. of the Mario franchise with, like, you go into pipes and you're 2D on the wall. Like, those moments are amazing. And the stuff that we're keeping at a minimum of what we spoil, there's other uh, odes to other eras of Mario that are just so well done and so fantastic and it feels so good when you stumble upon these nuggets that I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to go any deeper for the listeners who haven't played also if you haven't played Mario Odyssey at this point why are you like Dom don't be like Dom Dom currently does not have a switch so that's, but that, that's the, his main excuse you know what his main excuse is I'll buy it when there's a game I want no I'll buy it when there's a game worth getting <laughs> this fucking guy over here he's you know when uh you know when I uh, game of the year at Dice, uh, Zelda. Oh, I don't even know what Dice is. Yeah, that's true. No one knows. Uh, design, innovate. Exactly. Communicate. <laughs> design, innovate, communicate, entertain. Mm, sounds made up. Yeah. Uh, it might be. So uh, you playing anything else besides uh the old Odyssey? Uh, let's yes. see. Odyssey. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. You have had a rough day today. I, it's, it's my birthday, Mike. Yeah, and right, it shows. What 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 else do you have going on? Let's see. So I was playing Odyssey. Um, I briefly touched Celeste. Um, How far did you get? I like the first chapter. I think I did the first chapter, and that was it. I'll come back to it. I don't understand. Um, I don't get you, Mike. I had a chance to go back into Dragon Ball Fighters' story. Um, I feel like. I downloaded Rhyme, but I don't Did you know. start playing it? No, I just... It was free on PS4. I was like, oh, let me grab that real quick. Stop. What are you doing? I was already on the PS4 doing something Ugh. else. I'm like, oh, there you got free games. Let me just get some games to this. Tom, I'm letting you know right now that Mike is going to slowly just drift into this PlayStation world. Notice how he hasn't been on Xbox a lot anymore. He doesn't sign on when he gets home from work. He's not on. Yeah, because I had to fucking finish up a bunch of shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he was on VRV for a while. Tom saw banging through that Dragon Ball Super bullshit. He was also on VRV at like 4 in the morning, which definitely wasn't true. That can't be right. 
Was it? Your Xbox was on on VRV. I don't know. Mike, Mike fell asleep with Oreos in his right hand and tissues in his left hand. I wish I had Oreos. We have some. I wish I had tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Um, what are you playing, Dom? Anything? Um, what have I been playing? Um, I also currently playing. Neck. Currently playing. Did you download uh, Knack? Download Knack, yeah. Oh, is it free? It was free. Okay. I was going to say, if you spent money on Knack, Mike, get the fuck out of my house. I'm playing some Disney Emoji Blitz. Oh, my God. What, the, real games guy. Yeah, I, I can see what you're doing. I know you're you're, um, you're playing that right now. You have a problem, you need to stop. What else? We've been playing a lot of Cash Show. We've been playing a lot of Cash Show. Besides these, these um, things. What have I been playing? I started playing Deadlight. How's that going for director's it? cut. I, I guess the, the reason why I... It's fun. It's an it's a interesting concept for a platform, I guess. Yeah. The reason why I wanted to circle on you about what you're playing is I know that you recently have invested in Game Pass. Uh, yes, I took advantage of a deal. Yes. You both <laughs> took advantage of a deal. Um, definitely not the way the deal was supposed to operate. But it now opens us up to being able to play a bunch of games that we probably normally wouldn't purchase. I mean, there's some there's some things on there that I would be tempted to purchase at some point, but now having this, it gives us the option. So what what are your... Granted, you bought in on a deal for a few months. What What's on there now that's piquing your interest? Is it something you think that will stick for you? Like, do you think it will... I think it depends. Pay its on, worth. I think it depends on how often they switch up their library. I don't think it's every month. I think it's every two or three months because I know that on March first, games are leaving and games are coming. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider um, is one of the games that is coming on March first. Um, I mean, I think to be able to, if they start when they start putting their um, March twentieth. Sea of Thieves. They're, yeah, they're Sea of Thieves and they're... State of Decay, Halo. Exactly. When when they start releasing their first-party games onto Game Pass day one, then, I mean, if they're worth playing, then they have succeeded in piquing my interest for Game Pass, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm having fun playing the games that I've been downloading. Yeah. I mean... To, it, to play. Yeah, because... There's a there's a few that like I downloaded the other night Shantae and the Pirates Curse yep. and Rhyme and I started them both in the same night because I'm an idiot mm. so let's just keep piling the backlog and I'm enjoying them both so now I'm like oh when I have a chance I'll pop into both of these yep um, so at least for now I agree there's, there's a there's a small amount of games that give me a reason to justify the subscription I mean there's some fun older games that like I'll probably download at some point just to fool around with too. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, it's it's definitely, aside from Xbox dropping in their first-party releases on day one, you know, I'm not, I used to be much more into it. I'm a, still a little bit into it, but not as, I used to be really into it, but achievement hunting, like, this is just now a plethora of games that you can pop in and try to score, you know, some gamer score. Yep. So, I mean, that's definitely another facet that will pull people in. I think that if... A game like Sea of Thieves pulls our attention. I think it's a scenario where we might end up keeping Game Pass. Um, possibly, yeah. 
I mean, it depends. Again, it really depends on what they show to me in the next couple months, whether they can switch up their library. How much is the monthly thing? It's normally $10. I believe it ended yesterday, but it it was on sale for half off. So it was Mm -hmm. five bucks for a month, which is pretty great. There was a... There was a w- workaround to, to buying more months for $5. So yeah. Dom and I were doing that. So we both bought it in for a couple of months just to, I mean, whatever, 15 bucks, three mm. months, see, what, see what's going on. But I think what they'll do that would be smart is that as far as I can remember, I don't ever remember seeing Game Pass on sale prior to this month at any point. But it's smart that... They've done one of two things. There's a bunch of Xbox bundles this month that when you buy them, you get a month pass of Game Pass. So it runs out just as you're about to play Sea of Thieves. So you're either on the cusp of Sea of Thieves coming out and Game Pass runs out, or your Game Pass is about to run out and you get to play Sea of Thieves for like a day or two. So that's a smart business decision for them to be like also give you a taste that if you get one of your friends to sign up for game pass you get a ten dollar gift card or five dollar gift card why didn't you just fucking have me do that to you then because you i don't remember there was a reason god damn it we'll have to do it to mike now but the other thing that i think is interesting is it's the month sorts of things to like whoa it's the month before they put out uh see these this is the first time i remember seeing Game Pass go on sale for half off. What I think that they'll do, if this monetarily has worked out for them, if they look at the numbers for February and they see, oh wow, the week or two that wow, we put around, an awful lot of five dollars <laughs> Game Pass is going up. Well, when they look at it and see, well, here's here's the thing you have to remember though, is that Game Pass is just income to them. Yeah. It's just income. Yeah. So even if it's, it's five bucks, exactly. it's still fucking five bucks. Exactly. So if. And, and it they're auto- probably banking on people forgetting it, getting Game Pass, and forgetting because it also as soon as you even if you buy a five month, it's set to auto renew. So if you aren't checking your shit and don't realize you have it in, and then you check your bank account and you see oh ten bucks for Game Pass, you're like oh whatever, I'll just cancel at the end of the month, and you forget again. Bang it, oh, that's right. But what I think they're gonna do is that March there won't be a sale because they got Sea of Thieves. Smart, smart, smart. Lousy, lousy. Smart let's weather. let's say that in in you know April there's no first party release that's going to be launch day one on there. But in June there will be. April maybe a couple weeks or a couple days they'll throw it on sale. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll use that sale as the off month to bring people in. But the other thing they can do is I mean they don't just have to worry about their own first party releases. They can try to lock down deals with other publishers and developers. Or make it indie focused in the months that they don't have big releases from them. They have a good amount of indie they, games on they there do. already. They do. Cuphead could just easily hop in there. Cuphead's already sold a shit ton of money. I think they're probably trying to ride out that a little bit longer since they're the exclusive. Yeah, for sure. But at some point, they could make it like when the sales start to kind of plateau. It's like, all right, now that's in our stable, let's throw it on there. And they can always take it right back out. They can take it out a month or two later. So that maybe people didn't finish the game. It's like, shit, I really want to fucking finish Cuphead. All right, let me buy Cuphead. Double dip. Some of the older, I mean, not older, but like, I think last year's 2K, uh, last year's WWE and last year's 2K, I think, are in there too. Yeah, they definitely put they definitely put older sports games, and I think that's a, I think that's probably a way to hopefully try to like 
hook somebody and then try to upsell them on the next sport game. Um, but moving on from that, uh, I was doing some research. Some interesting things came up. I, I noticed an article today that said that Fire Emblem Heroes, Nintendo's mobile Fire Emblem game, has grossly outsold Super Mario Run in its first year. Super Mario Run made about 60 million in revenue in its first year. Fire Emblem Heroes, a free-to-play game, made over 300 million in its first year. That's a lot of Donnie Duckets. I mean, it's a lot, a lot of Donnie of Duckets. Donald but it's a, a big of... it's a big difference. And you look especially when you look at the two the models the here. Mario Odyssey is a is a one-time pay, $10, you get this game. I'm uh, not Mario Odyssey, sorry. Uh, Mario Run Fire Emblem Heroes is free to play, and there's reasons to put money into it. I deleted both of them. <laughs> I think... I know I still have Mario Run on my phone. I have them both on my phone. I do not play them. I Mario Run I finished. I, Mar- Mario Run I finished. I enjoyed Mario 1 for what it was. It. I don't feel bad about spending $10 on it. I actually prefer that model of saying, like, I'm going to give you $10 for this game. It's going to be the full game. I don't have to then buy anything after that. And I can play this game from start to finish. And I beat it, and I got all the coins, and I did all that shit. And it was enjoyable for what it was. I enjoyed it. The time I put into it, I don't regret it. I don't feel bad about it. I don't think it was a bad purchase. It just it is what it is. It's a small mobile game. I think there's a couple of reasons as to why you see the difference in money, other than just obviously the model of monetization for these games. Because you look at... Uh, Animal Crossing Pocket, which hasn't been out for a year yet, uh, Pocket Camp, but it's only done about twenty million in revenue. I didn't even download that one. Yeah. Which is not, not a lot. Um, in a majority of its revenue, again, free to play. There's some small microtransactions that are very justifiable within the game. You can like I played that game for a decent amount of time. And I never once had to put money into it. The game doesn't force you to put money into it. But there are things you can do to put money into it. Um, I think the the real reason as to why a game like Fire Emblem did so well, is still doing so well, and will probably continue to do well for a little while, is that if you look at what Fire Emblem Heroes is, versus Mario Run versus Animal Crossing Pocket Fire Emblem Heroes is the closest to what Fire Emblem actually is where Mario is the polar opposite it's a one button game granted it's Mario physics it's the same type of Mario puzzles but just built around the controls of that game and Animal Crossing is close to its source material but it's supremely light version of that so I think when you look at the three games like that, people who like Animal Crossing, I mean, people who like Fire Emblem are going to continue to enjoy that game because it plays like, it feels like a Fire Emblem game. Whereas Animal Crossing, I love Animal Crossing, but I lost interest in Pocket Camp so quickly because it was such a minimalistic version of what Animal Crossing is that it couldn't hold my attention. In Mario Run, I spent the $10, I finished the game, I loved it, but I don't really have a reason to go back. Um, but Nintendo did what they did there, which was you buy, you pay for it, here it is, 
it doesn't matter if you finish it or not because you paid for it. That's all we're trying to do. You're trying to you're trying to sell the game. Um, so I think I think that's the real reason why you see this really scattered view of all three of these things. And you think Mario, one of the most recognizable IPs on the planet, Fire Emblem, a super niche franchise that for many, many years wasn't even a game you could buy outside of Japan. Um, if you keep looking, you have, you have something to throw in? No, I'm just enthralled with your thing yeah, here. Yeah, enthralled with my thing here? Yep. Uh, what about Sonic Run? I don't know. We're talking about Nintendo mobile things here. Do you have the numbers for Sonic Run? No, I just saw that yesterday that Pac-Man's in Sonic Run and Sonic is in Pac-Man. Pac-Man's game. Yeah. Which is, I thought, cool. It's interesting. I mean, I don't know. We're talking about mobile games. I don't. I don't play any of the games that we're talking about, anyways. So. You don't, but you play Disney Emoji Blitz. Yeah, because it's a supreme game. It's a supreme game. Yeah. Do you spend money on the game? Yeah. Well, so I guess we'll look the actually, hold on. This we'll is this is actually yeah. probably a a good a good uh, point of reference there. Why do you put money into it? Because it's a good game. There you go. F- flesh it out. Flesh it out a little bit for me. Why do you put money into it? Or I guess what I, are your I options? I literally don't know how to answer that question because because I feel that I can and you're asking me why I put money into a game. <laughs> okay, so then I guess let's break it down for the listeners. What what does the game give you for putting money into it? Uh, I know the answer, but the listeners probably don't. So. Break down. I, I guess. know I don't. Mike definitely doesn't. So break down what it, what it does for you. There's a lot of things that it can do for you. You can get so it, essentially you your lives are timed. Dom is so happy right now that we're talking like actually about Disney emoji blitz on the podcast. Oh, I'm not. Fuck that noise. Your lives are timed. So if you pay, you can get gems to turn the timer off. Essentially, you can buy new emojis with. New like play pieces with the um, gems as well. You can buy power ups with the gems. So so it's clear for the listeners the the gameplay loop in Disney Emoji Blitz is that there's only a certain amount of times you can play during a certain period of time unless you either wait the timer out or pay to knock the timer back. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, I mean, that's clearly... I'm sure this game makes a lot of money, especially because it's Disney-related, so it, it is probably have a, a large, younger audience, which, you know, are unsupervised, probably just dumping money into the game, which is a whole different conversation for a whole another episode, which I, I completely think that a lot of these things are super predatory and are strictly geared off make, making money off of children. Oh, did you ever watch that episode of South Park? Where they talk about this? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think I did, actually. Oh, that was a fun episode. Is it from a more recent season? Yeah, probably like two, three, four years ago. Okay. I, I mean, I may have seen it. I'm just not ringing a bell right now. Mm. Um, so, I guess it's similar, but not 100% similar to Fire Emblem, where Fire Emblem... You can plug in money to get 
Like, you can spend money in Disney Emoji Blitz to, to get, hopefully, new emojis or new characters to play with in the game, which is the same monetization process of Fire Emblem Heroes, where it gives you uh, crystals, I believe, where you can use to forge new heroes that you can hopefully get a rare drop or a better drop. Um, but I don't think Fire Emblem Heroes forces you to put money in the game, which Disney Emoji Blitz also doesn't, but it works the game in a way where it encourages you to spend money. Um, it doesn't encourage you to spend money. You could play it for free. You can play it for free, but three times for every couple hours. Five times. So five times. And the, the timer is only seven minutes, I think. It's But that that's the thing. It's it's a game that's meant... The mm-hmm. gameplay is addictive. It's, you know, jewel matching. It's bejeweled. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, candy crush. It's those type of games. So the, the gameplay loop is satisfying. The matches are quick. The rounds go by quickly. So granted that seven minutes isn't a long time when you think about it, but when you're in the loop of wanting to play and unlock more emojis and, and, and treasure chests in the game, it's it's definitely encouragement to be like, do you really want to wait seven minutes or do you want to just hop back in for a couple bucks? I mean, I guess. It's the I mean, same thing with most mobile games. Yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing. I'll, I don't want to get too deep in that because we can have a way longer conversation about that another time. But a lot of mobile games. So I guess it's the same thing with very, all the free to play games. Free to play games, mobile games are very predatory, mm-hmm. um, where they are hoping that you get hooked with a little taste, so you then spend money over and over again. Because if you think about it, you know, with Super Mario Run, ten dollars, you're done. Fire Emblem Heroes, you download for free. If you get hooked in that game, you're going to keep plugging in a couple of dollars here and there. Maybe they won't get you for a bunch, but let's say it's downloaded by, you know, two million people. If the average user plugs in four bucks, it's a lot of fucking revenue. It's a lot of money. Um, But it's interesting to see where Nintendo's going to go from here because they've been very clear in that their ultimate goal would be to release games like the Super Mario Run model, where they value their games at a certain price, this is the premium to pay for it, and play it, and that's it. They I, don't want to be predatory. I just quickly looked up figures, by the way. For Emoji Blitz? Super Mario Run daily average revenue is $6,000. Which is still, that's a lot for a game that you already pay for. Disney Emoji Blitz is $70,000. That's daily fucking bonker town. Was it just those two, or were any other? I looked up uh, Fire Emblem too. It was like 130 or 140. That's a lot. I mean, other games like that. Like I don't play like the Clash Royale games, wherever they're called, the Battle Royale or not Battle Royale, but Clash Clash of Clans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure those are also like big big time money money there. Um, but it's interesting to see where Nintendo's going to go from here because they can. I mean, they're looking at the numbers. If they're going to play the numbers game, like, the Mario model did not work. Fire Emblem model worked fantastically. Animal Crossing model didn't really do anything. They're not really... I mean, they're still making money off of all three of these games, but it's clear here that one of these is way overperforming compared to the other two. Um, and the next... Pokemon Go. Daily Active. Well, I mean... So Pokemon Go is... Nintendo doesn't get all of the revenue from that because it's a joint company mm-hmm. the Pokemon company splits it basically and I think Niantic, Niantic which isn't from it too. yeah Niantic Niantic. isn't a part of the Pokemon company but they get a part of it because they were the developers uh, but Pokemon Go is in their first year did 1.1 billion dollars in revenue that's mm-hmm. fucking I think that might be the top I think right below them 
actually for first year revenue is Clash of Clans. Um, just shy of a billion, I believe. But I mean, that's that's crazy. That's that's big money there. And if you're Nintendo as a company, as a business, you may be looking at this and saying, do we change our model? Do we then say? For our mobile attack, we don't want to go... They say, I'm not a businessman. I'm, I'm a businessman. Um, I mean, the the next... In their in their current deal for mobile games, I believe it's five games they're going to release. This is not including Pokemon Go. And it's a partnership they have with Dena, or Dina. I don't know how to pronounce it. D-E-N-A. Mm. It's a, I believe, either a Chinese or a Japanese company that is, like, they do mobile games. Uh, a Puzzle and Dragons is, I think, their big game, and they're big into like they're 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 a big like internet company. So like they're good with infrastructure for internet, mm-hmm. which is another reason why Nintendo partnered with them. Because I'm pretty sure that Dena is also helping them with making their Switch online, whatever it is going to be at the end of the year. The, the top grossing iPhone game is bizarre to me. Is Pokemon Go up there? It's got to be up there. Candy Crush. Yeah. Candy Crush is number one. Oh. Candy Crush Soda Saga is number three. Oh. Jesus. People love well, neck candy. Well, I guess... Homescapes is number four. I guess the the numbers that... Final I, Fantasy 15 is number five. It's expensive. It's like 15 bucks or something. It was uh, good, though. To the game. The, the numbers that I were looking at, the stats, were for first year revenue. Uh, yes, this is uh, top grossing. Yeah. Which, that doesn't surprise me. People... I still get Facebook fucking invites. Play, come play Candy Crush me. No. No. Um, and this is just the United more, States, by the way. I don't want to give you more lives. USA. USA. But we can do all countries. I believe it's a five-game plan. We now have... Uh, I don't know if... Miitomo Mi might actually be part of the plan. So Miitomo, Animal Crossing, Mario Run, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. We got Mario Kart coming out uh, the later. So Mario Kart would either be the second to last or the final one. Oh, Jesus. It just scared the shit out of me. Hello? Um, oh, shit, it's Joe. All right. Yeah, go let Joe in. Um, so basically, the the point I'm trying to get to is, do we think that Mario Kart is going to be pay a premium? Never pay again? Or is it going to be like a, you can do a couple of races a day and then you get to pay more, or pay for more car parts, or pay for more racers, or... Uh, Nintendo has come out and said that they only want to, they only want to do, like pay a premium, not pay to play. Oh Happy shit! Um, <laughs> Joe showing up, tailing the know. podcast. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Mike was part of that conversation. Yeah, he was. So what I'm trying to get to is that Nintendo's final game in this deal is Mario Kart Tour. Mm-hmm. They've, as a company, come out and said, "I wanna, we want to make games at a premium, not pay to play, or not, you know, here's a free game, keep giving us money." Mm-hmm. Oh shit! So, but seeing what the numbers lay out here with free to play making way more money for them, mm-hmm. do you think it's gonna stay that way, or do you think they're gonna like? You think it's gonna be you can play a couple races a day and then you are done? Until you drop some money in, maybe you gotta buy gas to do more races. Maybe you can spend money to buy more racers, car parts. I hope not. What do you think they're gonna do though? Like as a business, it would make more sense to look at the bigger money option here. 
But is Nintendo going to look at it and say, no, we want to continue to be this company that is making games at a premium price and not a free-to-play price? Probably. It's like cardboard versus plastic. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely going to put out more cardboard. That doesn't answer any questions. Are you sure? It, it doesn't. No, no, no. no I, like I said, I feel like they'll probably just keep going the way they're already going. With, uh, so free to play then? Yeah. Wait, no. Animal Crossing. Well, free to play, right? Yeah, you're, 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 what you're saying is not what they're doing. So they put out Mitomo, which is free. Mm-hmm. Then they put out Mario Run, which was not. Mm-hmm. Then they put out Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem, which are both not free to play. I mean, which are free to play. Mm-hmm. So they only put out one game that's at a premium. Mm-hmm. And the other two they didn't. Oh. Their next game is Mario Kart. Oh. So are they gonna... watching him draw lines? Yeah, he's not actually. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they've only put out Mario at a premium. Mm-hmm. This is another game that has Mario in the title. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-known franchise, mm-hmm. where you could make an argument that Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem aren't well-known franchises, not as well-known as Mario. Mm-hmm. So do they bank on the Mario name and say, no, we can charge 15 bucks for this? It's a full Mario Kart game. You get access to everything. It's online. It's on your phone. Done. Or is it you can play a couple races a day and you got to plug money in to play more? As or a, do they say $15 gets you the game. You can also unlock parts in the game and you can buy things to unlock them faster. That's also the other option. Mm, that's a good one. But if you go to More Nintendo's, pay for characters. Yeah, but that's know? but so <laughs> the thing that's holding me up is that Nintendo has come out and said that their what they would like to do is charge a flat fee, and then everyone's in, and that's it. Yeah, they charge a flat fee for a Mario Kart game, but then you can also pay while you're in there and get. More. I didn't notice. More. I didn't notice <laughs> the other part of that. <laughs> I didn't notice. Him. I was like, like I'm like eyeballing. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, we're talking about Mario Kart, right? It's true. That, that just came. That's like crazy timing. Joe got me a Mario uh, Kart pin for my birthday. That's uh, vulgar. I don't know if I can bust that out of packs. I mean, that might be a, a, pri- a private collection. Yeah. Want to uh, see the rest of my pins right here? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the late night pin yeah. collection. Uh, that's the anime after dark. If I may. Ugh, I'm not. I'm not saying next to you. So no, we we don't have any. Oh, like, we don't have any real answers. We don't have any. Are you a real answer? And then we D- dismissed it. Oh. We didn't dismiss it. How do we dismiss it? We just start talking. Mike started talking about the pin because yeah. Mike's fucking all over the place. Listen, you, you have to work hard to keep me focused. Uh, I'm trying to think about how the free game would actually play because I mean I like the idea of like yeah here's here's fucking. Here's fucking ten dollars for for a full Mario Kart game. I'm talking about a yes. game where like I hold my phone like this, no one can see what I'm doing, and then like I have like a couple of buttons that I can press, and like I'm actually racing, I'm killing my battery. See, I don't even know how mobile Mario Kart would work in a way that would satisfy me as a gamer. Like I don't, you I don't, have to do I don't like, I don't like bonkers. touch controls on a phone to begin with, like for a game. Like, I remember back in the day... Every, like, tw- every 25 cents, you drive a little more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, no. 10 bucks, I'm winning I'm the race. Run- yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of gas. It's like, yeah, it's like open-world Mario Kart. you got to stop at a gas station and put in 10 bucks to fucking fill up your tank. 
Um, yeah, you just got a mystery block. I mean, you may not like what you roll. If you want to re-roll, yeah. Yeah. press the button right now. Yeah. Oh, in the middle of a race? <laughs> that would be a fucking dirty move. Um, I know I'm in first place, but I want that fucking blue <laughs> yeah. shell. I'm keeping a blue shell in my back pocket. What if it was just straight up, you hit a block, and it was like every item had a dollar amount, and it was like, nah, ten bucks, I want a blue shell. <laughs> that would yeah, be fucking shell. terrible. Give me that fucking lightning bolt. Oh my god, that's can, a nightmare. We can make so much money doing this. Alright, let's make our own. Let's make a yeah. Super Crash Nitro cart with uh, Sonic and Danica Patrick. Love it. Uh, yeah, you you have to pull some fucking amazing shit for me to be like, all right, let's play Mario Kart on my phone, even though my Switch is literally right here. Yeah. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm not... I need to know more about how this game's going to control. I'm going to have to put it in my hands, because I'm not... Just a mobile game in general, I don't really... I mean, certain I, mobile games I like. Depending and, on your gyroscope, I suppose you could just steer by tilting your phone. And yeah, but is that what you want, like though? Is that really what you want? You want to you want to be moving your person around? Mario Kart? No, yeah, man. I don't know. Like a, a shiny example of why I don't like touch controls on mobile for games is that back in college I bought Mega Man Two on my phone. I'm like, oh, it's great. You know, I can play this during class. I can play it while I'm, you know, in the bathroom. I can play this all the fucking time. And the controls were fucking miserable because, you, because you you're, everything feels the same. Like it's such a game about precision and like watching what's going on. You can't look to see if you're actually hitting the buttons, and you don't even know if you're hitting the buttons because you're not hitting anything. You're hitting the same surface. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so it's thank God Mario Kart's not a fucking precision game like that. Yeah. You want to be drifting? How are you gonna drift? You want to be do, pulling off you know crazy things? I tilt my phone like this and then I hops. yeah I gonna do your hops Link. Oh my god! <laughs> Everything you're saying about that, like, I'm everything try- I'm saying, I- listeners at home, no, I didn't say a goddamn word. I'm not trying to drop my Did fucking handshaking motion. Yeah, Mike's wiggling his fucking hands around. <laughs> Mike, why are you put your- Mike put your pants back on? What are you doing? Happy birthday! <laughs> oh no, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shapes out. But we should wrap this episode up of the podcast so we can get on to the birthday festivities. Mm. And hang out with Joe because Joe just showed up. Um, this week's episode of the podcast, Mike, uh-huh. is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. I thought it was the cat for some reason. Sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these. Scrum diddlyumptious treats. Why would you have to touch me while you say the word scrum diddlyumptious? I'm just I'm associating like chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Yeah, the the cookies are scrum diddlyumptious. <laughs> your scrum diddlyumptious. Fucking podcast is over. Saying. I'm going home. <laughs> Remember when Eric asked us to not do dumb things while we were plugging them and we're doing dumb things? Yeah, you're the one winked and you're, you're, yeah, you're you're the one winked. Oh, I'm sorry that I winked and Mike couldn't control himself. Why are you taking off your pants? See if this is it. This is guys what he's talking about. No, I'm done. Joe's not saying it. Heavily edited tail end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's the it's the very end. Only the diehards are here anyway, so we're good. Um so make sure to check them out and let them know that we sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitter at still touching controller. He's still touching it. This is it. This is it. (laughs) Listen, we're plugging us now. I can do whatever I want. Mike, why are your pants off? 
<laughs> on Instagram at pass underscore the uh, <laughs> underscore controller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pass controller you can find me at vroom Mike where can they find you sitting further away from you <laughs> you can find Mike at underscore Michael path uh, you can find Joe at dis is awkward on IG on IG with a Z D-I-S-S-I-Z awkward and uh, Dom said you can find them on uh, HQ Trivia. Send them, send them some extra lives. Yeah, you add both of us. Need some more extra lives. I've blown too many games of HQ Trivia. Well, no, Casho. Casho's the worst. Mike's all about that trivia. Uh, but thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, episode 74. Leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks.